Beginning episode now, and let's get right into Get Ready for Store One. <laughs> I thought that's what was going to happen, Cairo, but then we, I thought we were going to die in space and just choke to death, but instead we were beaten to death and thrown in the cage. Sus. Sussy Beat Farmer. That's a good title. Uh, story one is by... Oh, let me pull it up. Uh, anime! Thank you, Anime, for your prompts. Didn't know it was episode 420. Yeah. Weed will have to come up. Oh. Yeah, for sure. Although, it's it's we're way past episode 420 with all the bonus episodes I've been doing, but... It's episode 420. Fuck it. It's episode 420. We're celebrating it Yay. now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to being Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, what's up? Real Golden Tusk? Real Blazing Tusk. Exactly. You are Tyler Perry, a film director and actor. You want to make a third Medea Halloween film. There's two other Medea Halloween films. I believe it completely. But this time, yeah. you need to change things up. You decide to make the third Hall Medea Halloween film over a uh, crossover with the cast of AIPD. I have you watched any of those, Corey, ever before? Never. I watched one, and it's interesting. It's definitely I don't know. It uh uh all of a sudden. It was like funny Medea movie. It was trying to be like, I don't know, uh, really funny and goofy. And then all of a sudden, there comes this hardcore uh, husband abusing wife scene. And it's just like, what the fuck? In a Medea movie? And then like, <laughs> it's like... Functional whiplash. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. And then there was like... Uh, I don't know. It's just was all over the place. Uh, I would watch another one, but I imagine, imagine they're like, yeah, they're like celebrating a birthday party outside. And then it just zooms past everyone having a good time right through the window. Boom. Like, yeah. <laughs> immediate transition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're having a party. And then, yeah, just whip next scene cuts to just <laughs> slamming some, wife's face into the counter the chickens roll <laughs> you can see it with your eyes yeah smush <laughs> yeah uh, her eyes are like bolting out of her head they get a real extreme close-up <laughs> like jesus christ Medea. 
This means that all three films will have their own separate plotline. Oh, so we're making a trilogy. They'll also be connected by some kind of shared universe. Okay, the Medea shared. Your only requirement is that there must be at least one scene. In each movie where someone mentions another movie from your list of movies, see below. Okay, so there. I mean, clearly Medea's just got to be in the movie. I think that's what it's it's prompting. One of your interns warns you that uh, Friday the 13th did this once. <laughs> or one of the... No. Uh, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis. Wow. can't oh. remember its oh, name. Halloween? <laughs> Halloween? <laughs> My <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Uh, one of them, it's not about Michael Myers. Yeah. So they the, had to name the next one The Return of Michael Myers. The don't, third one, which it, is Medea. is very good if you've never seen it. The one that doesn't have Michael Myers in it. it, it if no. you just take it out of it and think of this as, as its own movie, it's totally fine. And it's got a very catchy song. Silver Shamrock. I've only ever seen bits of it. Uh, like, it's well, worth a watch, yeah. Oh, definitely then. It's the season. Yeah. I should watch some possible, horror themes. Try to incorporate yeah. a many other movies on the list you can. Okay, I will. Below are just some ideas for scenes or lines of dialogues that could appear in any or all of these films. Uh, hold on. I'm going to get rid of this. I want the list of movies. Okay. Okay. Hold on, Medea. I don't think you have the rights to any of these. Ah, Nightmare Before Christmas. All right. I, I'm just going to rattle these off. The Shining, Alien, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Pirates of the Caribbean. I Those are the biggest franchises on Earth. Medea, if you have the ability for any of those, uh, why aren't you using them already? Jaws, Predator, Back to the Future, <laughs> Superman, and Harry Potter. <laughs> we should choose from this list. I'm definitely thinking Jaws. It's, it's probably the weakest series here. Oh, Jay, I can no longer hear you. Interesting. Your icon in Discord is just constantly on, though, but I can't hear anything. Nothing. Is the audience having this issue? Now I can hear you. Test, test, test. Test. How's everybody's Wednesday night? Testies, oh. testies. There we go. 
Sorry. Oh, I, there, I, I thought I had you. fixed it. There we go. Yeah. You okay? <sighs> I hate this when it goes like that. Uh, I last left off at the picking jaws because I thought it was weak as a series. Yeah. The first one's fantastic. You choose but... to incorporate the shark from Jaws and cast Seth Rogen as the shark. There we go. He's actually not very good at acting, so he ends up being really annoying most of the time. However, if you think about it, his character was pretty much always annoying anyway. What? In fact, maybe it would be better to just give him a different name. <laughs> All right. Uh, if Seth Rogen played the shark from... Wait, does Jaws have a name? I would really hope it's Jaws. Yeah, I... Shark Rogen. You rename him to Shark Rogen. You then cast Tom Hanks as a shark. Oh, it God. seems like an easy, but unfortunately he doesn't know how to act either. So instead of making him annoying, you end up having to edit out all the scene. Where is annoying because people don't remember what happened. Wait, so we're already test screening the movie with just... Do they ever do that to see if something works? I wonder if that's what they did with the, like, Nicolas Cage Superman. Like, they did a test screening and people just to see, and everyone was just constant laughter. And they're like, okay, this movie's not going to work. We're just going to cancel it. We did not make this a comedy. This is... You release Madea goes Madea versus Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> And it is reviewed, uh, and it is shown All of on first Jason. <laughs> uh, you release Medea versus Jaws, and it's shown on Elvira, Mistress of the Night. Elvira reviews the movie and ha- gives it. Medea goes to shreds. On her rating, she Our says rating. she thought the movie had potential, but ultimately felt that it wasn't worth seeing. No! Audience members who watch the movie live disappointed, feeling cheated. Uh, yeah, why was Tom Hanks the yeah. shark? Yeah, why didn't they just use a shark? Why did they cast it as someone at all? What was Tyler Perry thinking? Oh! You know what? Okay, this is exactly what I think Tyler Perry does when one of his movies flops. The next day, you go to your local video rental store and rent Citizen Kane. He's just like studying it intently. How do I make Medea more like Citizen Kane? (laughs) He's just studying intently. He's like, hmm, I need to sled in my next Medea movie. You decide to make your next film. Rosebud was the shark. <laughs> <laughs> Rosebud. 
Uh, uh, people just didn't oh. understand it. <laughs> Make Lord the of the Sharks. Citizen oh. Kane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for spelling it like that. Oh, don't make me get my citizen cane. <laughs> I I don't know why I love Medea <laughs> so much. It's a it's a great meme. The movies are dog shit. The one I saw anyway, but uh the meme is so good. Oh And cast Kevin Artakane. <laughs> you tell him that you want him to play the role of Orson Welles. <laughs> okay. Since EHS already played O.G. Simpson. It what? After reading the script, however, he refused to do it unless you pay him some million you dollars. Pay him. Yes, we're doing this, yeah. <laughs> pay him one hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> when Kevin Hart asks for one million dollars to play Orson Welles, you give Kevin Hart a million dollars to play Orson Welles. A hundred billion dollars. Also, I can't wait to see the scene where Kevin Hart as Kane goes and smashes that entire room to bits. Yeah. I just want to see him have a temper tantrum like that. No, uncut, like, one shot. <laughs> Orson Welles' as O.J. Simpson is an interesting casting decision, yeah. <laughs> the f you gotta do it, Juice. <laughs> Probably drunk on set. Oh! After the film is released... It is made with rave reviews from critics. Audience love it too. It makes over 400 million de dollars worldwide. 400 million worldwide. God damn, that's impressive. Probably for a, like... Well, 100 million and one dollars, probably. Oh my god, but here it is. Here's our swan song. We're like, okay, we pretty much just stole Citizen Kane and put Medea in the background. Now... We have to, our, our swan song has to be. Your final film becomes Madea Goes to Jail. Yep, this is it. This Fantastic. We made money movies after this, but our final film is Madea Goes to Jail. We put okay. it all in this one. I'm pretty sure Madea Goes to Jail is actually one of the Madea films, isn't it? Y yes, yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I think it was like a mistaken identity or something. And then. Matia came. Oh. What kind of stuff are we going to put in it? Oh, what was in Orange is the New Black? I liked that show. Like, yeah, yeah. What's a what's a famous prison film we can rip off? Green Mile. Uh, Matia's Green Mile. Uh, Matia goes to jail again. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Uh, uh, Matia... Fantastic Golden Dusk. Shawshank Medea. That's it. That's fucking it. You, uh... You renamed the movie. To Shawshank... Medea. Oh, I'm sorry, anime. 
we definitely got swept away with being Tyler Perry. Oh yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. You renamed the movie to Sean Shanks Medea and reali- realized you forgot to cast the fellas, the guys from AIPD, in one of your movies. You decide that the movie will star Medea alongside Jason, Corey, and Tony. They're all friends and have been locked up together for years now. You cast them guards. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a good background character. There's plenty of guards in the prison. You release the movie and it is made with rave reviews from critics. Yeah! Audience love it too. Audience loves it too. They're all friends and have been locked up together for years now. Says to me, (laughs) they're prisoners. Prisoners. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But we make them the guards. Yeah, Uh, just let them be guards for like a day. (laughs) No, it'll be fine. Yeah. Definitely won't cause a riot. But catastrophe strikes after filming when the prison you filmed at has a riot. Yo, they thought I was one of the new hires. They gave me a set of keys. <laughs> Catastrophe strikes after filming when you've as has a riot and all the prisoners have escaped. This is a PR nightmare. And not to mention violent criminals are roaming the streets of Atlanta. I think that's where he's located. Oh, reveal. Black is the new orange, yeah. You decide to cancel production on the movie and higher security. <laughs> We're canceling production of the movie. Uh, Tyler, the, the movie's already in theaters. We're canceling production of the movie and hiring a security guard. You hire John Wick as your personal bodyguard. Uh, Tyler, that's a movie character. I don't care. Get John Wick on the phone immediately. Ooh. He's my bodyguard. Uh, Keanu, can you pretend for a day? Yeah, sure. You re-release the movie and it is made with rave reviews from sure. critics. I love helping those Make-A-Wish kids. <laughs> it's weird to give them so late in life, though. Yeah. Alright. You reveal your troubled past to John Wick. I won't even say as Keanu. He immediately takes you under his wing and helps you rebuild your life. Okay, thanks, John Wick. You are now able to make more movies without any trouble or violence. Ah, okay. So it was going to be our final film, but then John Wick inspired us. What did you learn from this story? This was the first thing he ever wrote. (laughs) Coming from... First things. Yeah. 
next time on on Medea Medea will see you in uh, Medea Infinity War yeah Avengers 2 Infinity War Medea's Avengers Infinity Wars Stark John Wick It's the beginning of the end. Oh. Somewhere in space. The end. <laughs> the end. They call her the witch. She's trying to pronounce. She did a good job, but is this what voice is this one? This is French. She's a powerful wizardess, a ruthless assassin, and the last surviving member of a long lost race of superpowered beings. <laughs> Medea is Mathanos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to story two. You might find yourself reading story two and ask yourself, bam, bam, how did bam, I bam. get here? Oprah just chai forced. Whoa. Uh, let's see. Story two is by uh oh, Evil Corey. What? Thank you, Evil Corey. Uh, thanks. You are Frank Johnson, a badass air marshal. An hour into your flight, the pilot announces he will be making an emergency landing in a dark field outside the zombie-infested city of Philadelphia. It is your duty to protect the passengers and lead them to safety. Wow. Cool. Thank you. I you land? You see that it's not just zombie but also humans who have turned and they're coming for you. Zombies. You more, must zombies fight through wave of enemies that you make your way to freedom. Alright. As an air marshal, doesn't that just mean you're like a... A buff cop with a gun that gets to ride on the airplanes and make sure no one goes. Uh, not I as cool. So. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how but, well they get paid. Yeah. Hey, make but, sure nobody starts shit on this plane. Like your chances of being in a just like aircraft accident skyrocket when you take that many flights, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine the miles that guy got. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanted to fly anywhere for free, I, I could already do that. But if I, <laughs> if I could just spend these damn miles, yeah. You notice a pile of zombie turds, and realize zombies are near. From out of the pile of zombie turds climbs yeah. the gang from he, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, you run into the nearest bar. And meet the gang from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, sure, why not? What's Microsoft damned? <laughs> what voice do you want for that? <laughs> I can give you one a random Microsoft voice. 
They give you some advice on how to survive. Then Charlie Chaplin appears, holding his cane like he always does when something serious happens. What? <laughs> he tells you about Pennywise the dancing clown and how to kill him. All right, Charlie Chaplin's alive. I didn't realize Charlie Chaplin's in the... Charlie Chaplin took Medea's cane. Yeah. Uh... Hey! Thank you, Misha. Thank you for 15 months. Thank you for the sub. Wow. Oof. Man. Yes! Oh, my... Yes! You realize Charlie Chaplin is actually Charlie from his always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have Microsoft Guy. That's as close as I can get. And also it. It's mixing a lot of things here. Zombies. Now we got... Uh, Pennywise. Charlie thinks he's Charlie Chaplin. Charlie twiddles his fake mustache at you. <laughs> oh. This makes Frank very angry. Before he can get any more crazy, however, he notices two women dressed up as strippers, dancing with each other. <laughs> one has a big smile on her Something face while the other one yep. looks down sadly. <laughs> oh. This sounds exactly like the show, yeah. Frank points <laughs> at the sad stripper. <laughs> you! And says you. Yep, the sad one. I want you. <laughs> I'm the trash man. Oh hell! The happy shit. stripper turns Every around story. and sees Frank pointing oh, at her. Thanks. She smiles even <laughs> bigger than before and gives Frank a hug. Okay. I'm so glad you're here, she says. It's been such a long time since I've had fun. The happy stripper looks back at the sad one and is like, run. You ask, isn't this the place where they filmed the movie called Philadelphia starring my favorite actor, Tom Hanks? And they go, no. No, it's not. Oh, well. Oh, my God. You're right, the happy stripper exclaims. The AI is happy Tom to Hanks was amazing in that movie. We should go see it together sometime. She takes your hand and leads you out of the bar. You notice a horde of zombies. Oh yeah, the zombies. <laughs> yeah, it's approaching. And you rush back in. And barricade the door. 
you then you realize you left the stripper outside. <laughs> yeah, whoops. You asked D if she has anything, any weapons. Uh, hidden in the bar. D pulls out. Oh yeah, yeah. Dennis. Dennis chimes in. Dennis chimes out. Uh, she's got those nasty bird talons. And says, "These got those nasty bird talents." Everyone laughs, except D. Wait for this all to blow over. Exactly. Time to get some beers. She says, nope. Sorry, boys. Then, Charlie Chaplin appears behind you and says, hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me over. <laughs> he won't drop it. This is like an episode of It's Always Sunny. <laughs> Everyone looks at him confused. Charlie continues, I'm Charlie from Philadelphia, and I wanted to thank you all for helping me. Okay, Charlie. Oh, wait. Imagine he's tipping his hat a lot and <laughs> twiddling his cane while he's saying all that. Rescue the stripper girl from the evil clown. What? I hope we can be friends now. Oh, yeah. yeah he's still on about Pennywise. Yeah. Dennis asks, what the fuck? Did you say you were from Philly? Charlie continues, yeah, I'm from Philly, but I left because people there don't appreciate my talent. You notice? I'm not sure if he's talking as if he's Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah. Or if he's Charlie. Yeah. You notice a picture of Jason, a mad scientist who turns people who have big birthday parties into zombies on the wall. You wonder why he would leave such a great place. <laughs> Charlie continues, of, but now I'm back uh, to help you fight the evil clown. Yeah. Here. yeah, exactly. Everyone seems really excited by this news. Charlie says, come on, let's go save the stripper girl. Wow, we did leave her totally outside. <laughs> you open the door and it's just her like forearm <laughs> holding on to the, <laughs> the door. To a, to a large red balloon. You say... <gasps> You say, Charlie, she's got a huge bite mark, Charlie. Charlie responds, that's fine. I'll Wait just turn second. her into a zombie, too. Wait, Charlie, you're turning people into zombies? Stop that! You are stunned by this revelation. I am. Charlie continues, hey, you want to come with us? <laughs> you know, Charlie uh, Chaplin, the zombie necromancer. He just turned everyone into zombies. Charlie, I don't think you watched the right videos. I think you watched Return of the Living Dead and inserted yourself into it. Charlie shows you a picture on his phone of Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is my dad. And you go, Charlie, that's and, the clown. And you recognize it's Mac. Oh, <laughs> MacDonald. 
Oh, hell yeah, real golden tusk. This is what Charlie is like, yeah. You say, no thanks. I think I'll stay here. Everyone starts arguing about whether or not you should join them. Charlie says, alright, fine. If you guys need anything else, feel free to ask me. Frank hands you a boomstick. Oh, it's poo! Yep. It, may I heard that thud. That was <laughs> him jumping on the table. Oh, here we go. You look at the gun and say, this is a fucking boomstick. This is a fucking boomstick! Dennis says, yeah, but it's still better than nothing. You can't nail the line. This is my boomstick. <laughs> this is my fucking boomstick shit. <laughs> the happy stripper says, okay, let's do this. Everyone turns around slowly to see the happy stripper. Did she uh, moan that in zombie voice? <laughs> is actually a uh, zombie controlled by Pennywise. She attacks and you use your boomstick. The stripper bites you in the neck, and you fall unconscious. No! When you wake up, you find yourself in a room with a bunch of strange men. One of them is a giant black guy with dreadlocks. Alright, we're clearly you in a new room. You him most of all. <laughs> yeah. You stand out. No offense, but you are... I don't remember you from before. Were you always there? He pulls off the mask. He's like, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Frank. You know this man is Oh <laughs> Named Big Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy says, so you're the new recruit. You say, yes, sir. I guess. Yes, sir, asks, Big Daddy. Do you have any questions? Yeah, first question, and probably this is a stupid question, but You say how do you kill zombies? Uh, is it Tyler Perry? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Medea's big daddy. <laughs> he says like this, and he just grabs a zombie by the head and just... <laughs> big daddy huh. teaches you the simplest gotta be big daddy <laughs> way to kill zombies. You grab the zombie's head and rip off their face. Uh, Big Daddy, uh, second question. What if you're not strong <laughs> enough to grab a zombie's head and rip off their face before they can bite you? After you kill the first zombie, you realize that this may be the most efficient method to take out a horde of zombies. I guess Big Daddy was right. Look, their faces just slide right off. Face off. Face off. Face off. Face off. <laughs> As you are thinking you... about this... 
the last remaining stripper woman approaches you. Oh my god, all the strippers in town got killed. Except for this last one. Charlie appears with an invention that he fashioned from a vacuum cleaner. Hell yeah, okay. This is my face, Sucky Maddie. <laughs> Charlie, you gotta come up with a better name. I'm not saying that. My face, Sucky Sucky. Lots of strippers in Philadelphia, yep. Hey, somebody's gotta work. Big city. Big amount of strippers. Hey guys, check this out. I call it my... Yeah, let's get a good name. See what... <laughs> Hopefully it gives a Charlie name. Thank you, Charlie. Zombie vacuum dot. I mean, it's nice, simple. Nice and simple. You ask, why did you name it that? Charlie explains, because it sucks the brains out of zombies. The stripper <laughs> says, oh my god. Okay, oh yeah. The strippers... Oh my god brain is sucked out Charlie finishes his sentence dot 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 and strippers everyone cheers and you hear Charlie say I win <laughs> I win Charlie says, now we can get out of here and fight Pennywise. The stripper says, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait. The one that you sucked the brain out yeah, of. It's yeah, like, I, I can't understand anything. So I'll have what? What? What happened? Wait, what? What? Wait, what? And we're like, oh my god. Still smarter than Charlie, though, somehow. <laughs> one of the stripper zombies. Yeah. says oh my god Becky look at that brain <laughs> it is so big that brain looks really smart the de-skulled brain attracts more zombies oh and begins to drool uncontrollably I like big brains and I cannot lie. You other zombies can't deny. When an egghead comes in. <laughs> With an itty bitty neck and a white thing on its head, I get hungry. Everyone looks at the stripper zombie and then at each <laughs> other in confusion. <laughs> Dennis says, hey, I know you. The stripper zombie says, oh my god. The strippers, uh, you brace for an attack, but the stripper zombie does not detect any brain activity in the room. 
No brain activity detected. Uh. Dennis says, it's been a while since I saw you. Dennis grabs the stripper zombie and throws it against the wall. Dennis doesn't even know it's a zombie already. <laughs> the stripper zombie hits the wall hard enough to break a few ribs. They're like, wow, Dennis, how did you know she was a zombie? What? Just par for the course for yeah. Dennis. He's like secretly a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> Flanders was a zombie? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh. How'd you know Flanders was a zombie? Flanders was a zombie? Oh, I like that. Dennis gets enraged that the zombies ignore him. Oh, uh, when strippers ignore him, it makes him feel small. <laughs> mm -hmm. Dennis says, fuck you. Fuck you! He then turns around and slaps the stripper zombie across the face. The stripper zombie falls down unconscious. Yeah. Wow. Dennis looks at everyone and says, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. There's at least five witnesses <laughs> to me. And scene, exactly. Next time. Um, it's always uh, dark in Philadelphia. Chapter 7 It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Part 2. <laughs> so stupid. Hey, Dennis. What's up? Dennis says, Man, it's always dark in Philadelphia. And. <laughs> That's story two. Moving on to the last story of the night. It's the last story of the night. Story three. Wow. Wow. Yes, masterful dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> the last story of the night. And of course he's not here, but I hope he watches the VOD. It's by Chiral Gray. Thank you, Chiral, for this last prompt. And earlier. it's it's in yeah, the AI it's, module it's of Dark Fantasy. Yeah, he was here earlier. Uh, Chiral, I hope you see this so you don't yell at me for not doing your stories because that always happens. They're always done. I always do them. Hundred percent chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you are Termit the fr you wait. I I'm just gonna have it. You are Termit Fee Krog, a wealthy CEO, and Kermit the Frog's brother. You own Toadmit Incorporated, a group of chain stores which specialize in selling clothing to reptiles and amphibians. Okay. You are sitting inside of your house when you suddenly hear a sound. You move to the source of the noise, but then you stop. You try to recall the past, and you remember that you are called Termit Fee Krog. Because. Because. He better not be like, because you're a wealthy CEO and Kermit the Frog's brother. Yeah. You, you were born with two tails. Okay. The door is flung open and your wife, Melina, walks into the room. She looks at you strangely, as if she can see right through to your tail. <laughs> what? That's like looking at, down into someone's soul. <laughs> I can see Madea. all the way to the bottom of your tail. Uh -huh. We were meant to be together. 
Yep. <laughs> As a tadpole. Oh, okay. There we go. <clears throat> Melina tells you there is a problem uh, with the main store. The frogs are rioting. They want more money for their clothes. There has been an uprising. Okay. You sit down on the couch and Melina says she will go handle it. Then she leaves. Why did you even come home and tell me about it if you're just going to go and handle it? Just, yeah, handle it. Thank you. I mean, you're, you're the boss, Melina. I mean, I'm the boss. Thank you. Take care of it. Is this a vintage-based economy? Yes. <laughs> Toads are all about the... The vintage lifestyle. We have two tails and our dick doesn't count. Well, no, nah, we never said that. <laughs> Your wife comes back with an unlocked mover's truck that's filled with Corey from AIPD's clothes. Oh, there you go. She says, this is our next product line with a hundred percent profit. Yeah. You mean it's free? It's free. I found it. How free. How like, free. fell off the truck free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you look over the clothes and they are all brightly colored, bright yellow and green, with patterns oh. and designs. You ask her how much she wants for them, and she says, oh, I'll give you a deal. Uh, oh, wow. Now you're haggling. It's like a Kinder Egg, but a truck. Yeah, we're yeah. in this together, right? Like, yeah, I guess wife. not. I guess the wife is trying to get her, her cut of everything. Take these three dresses yeah, and this jacket for $10 each. All right, I'll I'll do it. You say I don't have that kind of money, and she says then take the whole lot. It's worth about $100. A whole truck. Okay. Wow. That was her plan all along, to make us think we're getting a deal. If you go to your bedroom to get $100. But we didn't have $40? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and take it from your wife's safe. Uh, yeah, oh, there we go. The snake eating itself. <laughs> I just made $100. Sure did. It's like that, uh, that TikTok meme where it's like, uh, here's $20. You put in $20. Uh... Now I'll put it in ten and I'll buy your forty for thirty. We both made ten dollars, but it's like, no, you put in fifty and I got ten extra dollars. So there's it's just like utter stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> Can you follow like three steps of yeah. mathematics? Yeah, yeah. 
You're immune to this. You return to the living room where Molina is packing up the clothes. She says, Termit, I think we should leave now. You say, where are we going? And she says, we're leaving the country. Okay. All right. You throw a dart at the map and take a trip with Molina to the country of Of Molina's left eye. We missed the map entirely. (laughs) Nora, the two of you arrive at a town and head to the local store. Pretty sure that's the owner welcomes you and says, Welcome, sirs. How may I help you? It's my apologies a place to all in the San Francisco. In chat. Uh, where the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, country of Nora. Pretty sure it's not, but <laughs> nope. Yeah, made up name. You tell him you need some new clothes. You notice the the uh, the fashion of Nora is very different from home. Here, people wear lots of layers and the colors are dark and muted. I guess it's cold. He asks what kind of clothes you want and you say I'm looking for something simple. Something comfortable. Maybe like this? He looks at you strangely says and says this, this is not my business. The, from the Corey's clothesline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here in Nora, we don't sell. So, you buy or you don't buy. I don't, I'm, a, I'm not commenting on anything. I'm not, I'm not trying to sell you, but I am selling it. But it, it is for sale. But I'm not... <laughs> Nora is goblin spelled backwards. A A Ron. A Ron. Nora is A Ron spelled backwards. You ask what kind of clothes could you make? A hat? <laughs> a skirt? <laughs> Sorry, no such place. I just saw that. No. 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 <laughs> and the man says loudly, <laughs> Hats! Hats are banned! <gasps> This is not my beautiful business. In this village. <laughs> These are not my beautiful clothes. How did I get here? Molina says it's fine. We can <laughs> buy whatever he makes. Wow, I said it and then it happened. The shopkeeper turns around and says, this isn't my business either. 
<laughs> Molina says caught fine, me then. in the middle of a breaking and entering. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually robbing the place. The shopkeeper tells <laughs> you... Lost you a fucking shitload of clothes. Uh, the but... shopkeeper tells you why Nora has banned hats. When we first came here, the queen decreed that no one was allowed to wear a hat. People started to steal them from the dead. And the thieves began to sell them. And so the ban was put in place. Okay, interesting. There was People no hat makers are in town. Up our dead. <laughs> we have to ban hats. That's that, the answer. That's a cool flower hat. I'm going to grave dig and grave rob my grandma's corpse to get that hat. It's the only way. At a funeral. Oh, how, how did you know the deceased? Oh, uh, cool hat. I'm just waiting to see <laughs> what cool hat they're wearing yeah. so I can dig it out. <laughs> you open. You see. Nice reception. Uh, you see uh, an opportunity. And open. An underground black market hat shop in Nora. Always doing business. Even when we you're found, on vacation. Uh, we found an untapped market. Yeah, this is. <laughs> you know you are going to be rich. You buy uh, up all the hats that are being smuggled out of Nora and sell them for 10 <laughs> times their original price. Hell yeah. Your customers love you. They especially love the good deal you give them. Yeah. I mean, it's shit. A thousand percent markup. Yeah, goddamn. Hey, we're, we're running a black market. That's all acceptable risk. That's all. Uh, one hat, two question mark, three profit. Yeah. You had to work at your black market underground hat factory. The queen can't shut down what the queen doesn't know, Misha. I'm not going to snitch. Are you going to snitch? Are you going to snitch? Nobody's going to snitch on this hat market. And on the way there, see a publicly executed... Oh my god. ...person... Wearing a top hat. <laughs> yeah, wearing a top hat. A clearly egregious, audacious, uh, flower-decorated top hat. It's, it's one of those steampunk top hats. It's got a bunch of gears on it. Uh, I tell people to wear these in secret. I don't know why. This guy deserved to die. I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel bad at all. He bought it. That's it, Misha. She can only... She can be the only one with a hat. Yeah. I mean, she's pretty much... A... gold and perfect and jeweled doesn't mean anything. I can be the only hat bearer. I mean, the queen is pretty much a walking corpse anyway, so it's just like, eh, let her have it. You ask why is that guy wearing a hat? <laughs> perfect! No one's gonna suspect that guy of being the secret hat salesman. <laughs> A guard says because he stole it from someone else. Oh, interesting. Well, I gotta go. 
You go into the building and find that it is filled with the most beautiful hats ever made. Uh-oh, uh-oh, they got a lot of them. These are all, like, repossessed hats, and we're like, ah. We do not attempt to cover up our operation at all. Front door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, what was that? Uh, nothing. Just slam the door right in his face. Do I smell hat fumes coming from your building? No, sir. Supply chain solved. <clears throat> you meet with the owner of the building. Swiper. The nemesis of Nora the Explorer. The hat runs out of steam and ceases working properly. <laughs> <laughs> He tells you that his factory is closed because he has lost money due to the hat ban. Yep. Oh, I've he says, got... but you're the only one who can save me. Oh, I can save if you. If you make hats again, I'll reopen my factory and I'll pay you twice as much. Wow. He's paying us twice as much. We're selling him for 10 times as much. That's a great deal. Oh, you agree and say, it's time for my hat trick. Or it's time for a hat trick. You agree to Swiper. And say, it's time for a hat trick. Hell yeah. <laughs> you decide to make hats using the same technology as before. But this time, you Making use 3D hats? printers to print the hats directly they onto the heads of your customers. <laughs> the hats are made of silk, and they are. Wow. Stunning. Wow. <laughs> Silk 3D printed. What a printed. terrible idea. Yeah. Those, it makes a better pillowcase and sheets. But yeah. Yes. Our 3D, our <laughs> 3D printer is like still. robot spiders that are just like going around. And they have like razor sharp <laughs> legs and stuff. And sometimes Needle. they mess up and they go. And they like sew the hat into your face. And you're just like, don't move. Your hat is being printed for you. It's silkworms. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. Yeah. First day. Oh, we have permanently sewn this uh, ball cap on this child's face. Yeah. Your uh, your machine. Uh. Works. Sort That's of our workaround for dealing with this law that we can't wear hats. Is it a hat? If you could never take it off. <laughs> if I could never take... If it's, if it's half of my face, is it a hat? Is a toupee a hat? We're somewhere around that gray area. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your machine works, sort of. One in ten customers... Uh, suffer horrific hat uh, injuries when the machine sews the hat directly into their face <laughs> or head. <laughs> Is a toupee a sandwich? Is a hair a hat? Yeah. <laughs> well, the other side of that, I 
I have sewn my hat to my head. Yeah. I mean, good. I never wanted to take it off anyway. This is what I wanted to happen. You, you tell the owner to hair? fix it, and he says this won't be fixed. <laughs> it's impossible. The machine doesn't work like that. What? You try to convince him otherwise, and he says you're crazy. It has to do this. Yeah, it, it it's either horrific injuries or the machine doesn't work at all. Uh, okay. Well, I like money. I don't like that I'm causing 10% of the population of Nora to be horribly disfigured. But swiper no disfiguring. Yeah. <laughs> swiper no sewing. Come on, but this is a small price to pay ah. for being beautiful. I look amazing. <laughs> Do you really like my hair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> we start to control the media in this town. Really. Yeah, here we go. Let's spin it. No, people are are cool with it. Yeah, they like their forever hats. You continue this dangerous. I so much time not washing my hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you continue to use. The dangerous machine. Until you get a surprising new customer. The queen. The piano, like, the queen. Ding! Yeah, yeah. And the music track. Perfect. Uh-oh, uh-oh. She orders dozens of hats. And they are so gorgeous that you sell out of them in just two uh, days. Uh, please just buy one. And she's like, no, no, I want dozens of hats. And we're like, um, this is like a 120% chance that the queen is going to be dis disfigured. Like, you are definitely. You meet with the queen again. And she says, I've heard you have a problem making hats. This is her plan. She's going to like crush us by putting us out of stock like like oh you can't you can't meet my demands uh well we've sued you for not being able to hold up your end of the contract uh get the hell out of here yeah you watch as the queen sits in the machine uh the first hat prints off with no problem you are sweating profusely. A new blood sport is invented where people watch, people bet on two people in these machines. <laughs> First one to get the hat shown uh -oh. to their face. <laughs> it's hat roulette, yeah. You are sweating profusely. You know that if the queen becomes disfigured, you will be put to death. Eleven, uh, ten hats later. And no problem. You shake uncontrollably. 
as the last hat is printed on the queen's head. Uh, untrollably. Uncon. Trollably. Dot, 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 dot. Two heads enter, one head leaves, yeah. <laughs> she looks at you and says, what's wrong with you? You say nothing. The queen says you're clearly terrified of something. What is it? You say the hat. The queen turns to look at you. And then she is horribly disfigured as her wrinkled skin is sucked up into the machine. Just imagine like a Cenobite. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Disfigured. Medieval face. You scream and run away. We'll just run thread through <laughs> your face. <laughs> you escape from Nora and find yourself back in New York City. Okay. You realize that you have a lot of money and you go to the bank to deposit it. I can't hold all this money. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got the perfect end here. You stand in line. And just as you are about to deposit your illicit earnings, you hear Prince Harry say, The Queen thanks you for the hats. And oh, okay. He walks past you. You are confused and you turn around to see him walking towards the bank. He stops and turns to you and says I don't understand why you didn't tell me that the queen was coming to the bank. Prince Harry sighs and shoots you in the face. It was supposed to be spooky. You die. <laughs> you wake up in the hospital it and Melina happen. is sitting by your bedside. Hey, she says. I'm going to correct this. You say nothing. Because you are dead. Melina says I was thinking that maybe you should come home. <laughs> we should have just gone home with Melina. Why did we have to start a business? Didn't we kill the queen last episode? I think so. Maybe. It's an improvement. We have such hats to show you. Medea rubs it in. Oh! <laughs> there we go. On the next episode of The Crown. 
Oh, and then, yeah, one last. I got you, Misha. You are alive. What? You were shot in the face by Prince Harry, but you are still alive. Thanks for clarifying. Melina says I'm so glad you're okay. You say me too. Kill the Queen Volume 2. That <laughs> is the worst, like, end of the episode. Stay tuned for next episode. It, like, immediately, it's like, he's not dead. He, we're telling you he, can, he comes back the next episode. Fuck you. Your gravestone reads. Whoa. Here Fuck lies Melina Doro, who died after shooting the prince. <laughs> Melina got confused about the the gravestone paperwork, and she accidentally filled out her name at the top. She was buried in a hole. The end? The end? That's the end? <laughs> buried alive. Well, thanks for watching, everyone! What a fun night of stories. Uh, another spooky night of stories. Yeah, we had some good some good creepy moments in this one, I feel. Uh, but lots of fun. Uh, yeah, see you tomorrow for more AIPD. Bye, ho, wee, way, everybody. Bye, ho, wee, way. Tell your step Charlie Chaplins that are actually Charlie. Yeah, tell your step Day. Queens. Tell your step, uh... Cenobites that are actually the queen. Wait! What's up, sure? Why not? Tell your step close to subscribe. What's going on, sure? I'm holding. I'm holding. Why is the prompt form going away? Uh, some people are submitting a lot of prompts in one day. Uh, and it's kind of getting out of ha hand. And uh, sometimes I get some people abusing the form. And uh, uh, I won't say you never see it, but it's kind of like background stuff. It's much easier to just look at the Discord. The Discord has like moderation tools and everything. And I am quickly getting out of hand with uh, being able to control the Google form with validation and stuff. Uh, so that's... That's one reason why it'll still exist. I will just mainly look towards the Discord. I will leave it open this time instead of closing it like last time. Uh, but know that I will be highly preferring the Discord and prioritizing Discord prompts from now on. So that's why. Uh, uh, sometimes and sometimes people are just like, sending weird prompts uh, that are just like seemed like direct messages to me and like clearly misusing the form that for its purpose and uh yeah so not saying who it is and it's yeah it's not it's not anyone here I'll say that it's not anyone who regularly submits uh but uh yeah the, the anonymity of it, it seems to be Causing some troubles. I'll say that. Tony kept saying <laughs> Jason's sister act two props. Yeah. Yeah, it's all Tony. <laughs> Tony could be tanking the show secretly. Uh, so that's why. That's a little explainer why. Uh, and uh, who knows? I might just remake the forum uh, and see if I can do something. <laughs> well, uh, that's one of the reasons. But it's not just him. 
Hey, what's up, Rustbox? Uh, yeah. Bye, Hoiwei. We, we're ending the episode. I'm just explaining why I'm switching to the Discord instead of... And retiring the prompt form. Sort of. Semi-retiring. But, uh... Anyway. Soft retirement. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I can figure out a way to save the Google form, uh, I will. Have you thought about an interactive nomination system for the prompts? That is actually a good idea, Rustbox. Uh, I like suggesting uh, prompts to uh, vote by current viewers. Hmm. That could be. Yeah. Maybe I could make. Have a pool to pick from. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? We had the wheel before and left it up to chance, but uh, they would be invested in the process. You know what? I like that a lot, Rustbox. Stay tuned. That's going to be. I'll be working on it. Also make the prompts compete by being good slash fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. That is a good idea. Rustbox, you came but, at the right hello, time. Hello, Rustbox. Thank you for the input. That's fantastic. I will name the new system after you, the Rustbox. I'll call it the Rustbox uh, uh, <laughs> Voting Trial by Fire uh, Prompt Decision. It's going to have a long name. <laughs> anyway, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, Ho Wee Way, everybody. Bye, Ho Wee Way.